Is your calendar filling up with weddings and invites? Well, check off your to-do list at Macy's. I mean, I love weddings. Don't you love weddings? I love going to a wedding, but you have to be really careful with how you get dressed for a wedding because, all right, we all know you're not supposed to wear white, right? You can't wear white unless they tell you to wear white. And you really don't want to wear black because if you wear black, unless they tell you to wear black, then it feels like you're going to a funeral maybe, or you're depressed. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. You have to be really careful about what you're going to wear to a wedding. So pulling together the perfect wedding look, not that easy. But when you go to Macy's, they've got the latest spring dresses, shoes, and jewelry by the way, even skincare and makeup. So you can pull together a look for any dress code. I love one-stop shopping and Macy's has it all. They've got your glow up covered. So fabulous. All the things you need all in one spot. Check out Macy's wedding shop to help you get celebration ready at macy's.com slash wedding shop. This is Heather Dubrow's World, and now you can live in it two times a week right here on Podcast One. Welcome back, everyone. Oh, yes. Well, to finish out the year before we take a little break to be with the family and have a little downtime, of course, who else would I have but the fabulous, the wonderful, my bestie for the restie. Uh, She's an entrepreneur. She's a podcaster. She's a mom. You know her and you love her. Please welcome Lindsay Dickow. Hello. Thanks for having me. I like your winter wonderland sweater. Can I see? I should probably stop dressing like I'm 14. I love it. But you know, you pull out the sweaters and there's only so many days to get them in. <laughs> wear a holiday sweater every day. Don't you feel like that? Oh my God, that's so funny. So I was scrolling through some photos recently looking for some pictures that someone had asked me for and I came upon... Christmas, I'm going to call it two or was it three years ago when you, when I was over serving myself in the kitchen, setting up last minute things. And you called me in a panic that Parker's kitchen was in a thousand pieces. Yep. And you had a kitchen that your kids were done with. And it was perfect and ready to go. I go, come over. And you came over with the, this is what was cracking me up. I was laughing out loud to myself. A video that I made, I put it on Instagram back then, of me with your glasses on, which had no prescription in them, but they were clear as if they did. And I never heard of this before. The blue light glasses. Well, the blue light glasses, they're not just like fashion glasses. Yeah, but you told me that you wear them when you don't want to wear makeup. It was like a thing. Yeah, totally. No smoky eye going out. It's either glasses or blue light glasses. It's so funny. It's so funny. Anyway, it was cracking, cracking up. Oh, wait, I have to tell you about the sauna. Okay, so did I tell you I had a lymphatic drainage massage? No. Okay, I know I texted you this morning to get Jenny's person that's in town. Yeah. Have you ever had one before? No, but she raves about it before she goes on vacation. And I'm always like, does that really work? So what do you think? Okay. So Scott King, you know, who does my hair, who I love. He was like, oh, you have to go to this woman, but I have to find her name. Hold on. Isn't that terrible? I don't know her name. Hold on, people. Her name starts with an F. F. Ah, here we go. Flavia Lenini. Okay. 
Okay. So Scott's like, you've got to go to Flavia. I'm like, okay, what, what are we talking about? He's like lymphatic drainage massage, blah, blah. Oh, cause I tried to have one done a few weeks ago. Justin Sylvester gave me the name and then they canceled on me. And I was like, all right, I forgot about it. So then Scott tells me to go to this person and she's on Robertson. Okay. And I was going up um, to LA anyway. And so it was our anniversary. And so we were, I was going up to LA and we were going to have dinner or whatever. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to book this thing. So I booked the lymphatic drainage massage and I went in and she was so amazing, incredible. And I thought that a lymphatic drainage massage, because it's supposed to be like this deep tissue kind of massage that leaches the toxins and the waters. So I was in my mind, I thought it was going to hurt. Oh, okay. It does not hurt. It was so amazing. And she was so funny. She was like, she's got this beautiful accent. And she was like, I'm not going to try to imitate it, but she had this beautiful accent. She's from Brazil. And she's like, some people get the massage because it makes them skinny. She goes, that is a side benefit. That is not why we do it. We do it for gut health. We do it for this. We do that. So she tells me all about it. And I'm like, oh my God, great. So she does the whole massage. It did not hurt. It was amazing. May have fallen asleep for a few seconds, like that good. And then at the end, she put these little patches in my ear with pressure points. Mm. She was like, just tap them. My nails are too long to tap them, by the way. But she's like, just tap them. One is for relax. One is for this. One is for that. Okay. But then while I was there, and this is the second part of my story, by the way, felt very lean afterwards. So I understand why people go and do that. But she also gave me like this detox tea and she gave me this, she gave me this water bottle that's got like crystals in a pod in the bottom of it. So the crystals don't really touch the water, but I guess it gets infused with energy somehow. And I come home and I looked at my sister and she's like, since when are you drinking out of a crystal bottle? I'm like, goes to lymphatic drainage massage once, gets a bottle with crystals. (laughs) So I do the whole thing, but while I'm at her place, I see that she's got an infrared sauna. Yes. And this is why I'm bringing it up to you. Our forever conversation about the sauna. Okay. So she's got the sauna there and something else. She's like, oh, I do a whole detox thing. And I didn't really hear about the whole process, but I immediately booked another lymphatic drainage massage. But I said, oh, I love going into the thing and into the sauna. And she goes, you know, I have to say when I felt like the bottom of your face, it felt a little dry. And I was like, Really? And she goes, yeah. And I had just been to the sauna the day before. And I go, really? She goes, yeah. She goes, what are you doing when you go in the sauna? I go, nothing. I just go in. And then after I come out, I put on products. She said, no, you have to put in your products before you go in. And this is a pro tip for anyone that goes in the infrared sauna. Okay. So she's like, it heats you from the inside out. She goes, what we do is we lather you with cream before you go in. So I tried it on Friday. So, okay. And I'm telling you 12 stories at the same time, but just go with me. Do you remember we talked about this product, this this idea of people that they do called slugging? Yes. Okay. So if, no, if you don't remember out there, slugging is when at night you put all your night creams on and some people use Vaseline and put Vaseline all over their face to lock in the creams overnight so you don't dry out. Problem is it's, it's comedogenic. So it, it's going to clog your pores and make you break out. So at Console Beauty, we developed, I've talked to you about it. We've developed a new product. It's not that new anymore called, I think it's called the Volumigen Magic Volumigen Bomb or something like that. I can never remember the name. But anyway, it's this amazing, thicker, gooier cream. Th- it's, it's like a clear 
thing that you put over all your creams and you put it on at night. And it's my honestly my most favorite product that we've developed in the last three years. That is super cool. So you put on all your normal creams and this is the final step. This is the final step. So on Friday, I took all my stuff to the sauna. That seems practical. Yeah. Well, I got a new bag. I'm going to show it to you. I got a new gym bag. Do you want to see it? Yes, I do. Get it. Please hold Your energy is the most fun. Like, how would you say no to that? Like, yes, I absolutely want to see your gym sauna bag. Okay. Because, you know, Aloe was doing a 30% off the whole store. (gasps) I got the same one. Wait, did you get it in black or did you get it in the other color? I got it in black, of course. And it opens up all huge. I have the door. (gasps) It's furry. Yeah, so it's like a faux fur black opens up like nice sturdy handles and opens up really wide. That's so funny. It's a 30% off aloe sale. Yes. And then once yeah. I got it, I was like, how did I not get a couple more for friends? Oh, I didn't even think about that. And then what's great is there's like a big pocket in the middle for like your dirty things. Cause I tend to go from like boxing to the sauna or from here to there. So I put my, or I'll, or when I leave like orange theory, I'll take my tank top off and throw it in there. So good. And then there's other pockets anyway. So I have all of my <laughs> creams and my lotions and my, oh, I can tell you what it's called now. Hold on. It's called the Volumigen Miracle Plumping Bomb. Oh, that was very close. Cool. Right. Okay. So, all right. So this is what I did. So. On Friday, went boxing, left boxing, got into the, went to the sauna, washed my hands really good. And I put on all my creams on my face. I put on my plumping balm, went into the sauna for 40 minutes, came out. And I will tell you that my face, I just did it just now too. My face, when I walked out, was very still hydrated, but everything had been absorbed. Wow. Yes. This is the tip. This is the tip. She also said what you can do is, you know, I'm really into those Kinesco. Um, yes. I under eye patches and the, they make big face ones too. You don't have to use theirs, but if you take like one of those big um, like silicone face masks that you could put on, but I have a feeling it would slide in there if you sweat a lot. Right. I'm not sure about that, but anyway, I put it on. But all right. And then it's still like when I got home, I recreamed my face. I'm telling you, we've been doing this wrong. And now I did it again today. And now I realize I want to slather up my body. Yes. Sludge it all. Sludge it all, man. You've only done the face with all the steps, but now you got to do the body. But I'm going to tell you, I went out to dinner with Terry on Friday after having done this and we're sitting there and he goes, your face looks so good. And I said, really? And he goes, and usually I'll say, oh, that's because I've gained weight. Like, cause you, you know, when you gain a few pounds, like your face, like gets weight. but I actually haven't, cause I've been trying to lose the couple of pounds that I gained. And so, um, just to so fit it's into not the natural plumping effect. It's, it's not, not the no, it wasn't. And usually I feel like I look a little depleted when I come out of the thing, but I'm telling you it's because of the products. And you still love going like I'm dying to have one at my house, but I think I'm also in that, like, I have to work out at home before everyone wakes up. Like I'm dying. Like my goal before the end of the year is to clear out the garage for a sauna and a cold plunge. I still don't know which one, by the way, of either is the best. Jenny said you have to get the heavenly one. Heavenly infrared sauna. 
She said it's the only one that's not made with glue or anything bad. Because they all say that they're not. The heavenly. And she knows. Yeah, she knows. So the heavenly, you know what worries me about the cold plunge? Like, how do you empty that thing? I know. And that's, yeah, that's why I just told Craig, I just want to do, whenever I want to do it, I'll just throw ice in the bathtub. Like, that's got to be cold enough. But that sounds like a pain in the ass, too. Is there no better way to do that? I think that these ones are very good. Like the ones that you buy that get really cold. And I don't know if, there's no way you have to have full plumbing because I'm literally. Send me a link. I'm going to send you a link for the cold plunge I'm looking at. Because for me, the perfect start to a day is before anyone's awake, wake up, hydrate, exercise by myself, sauna, cold plunge, shower, start the day. Like, oh my God, you're going to have to start getting up at 3 a.m. though. Literally, how could you fit it all in? But like, that sounds like the best. I think if I wake up at four, I can be in the shower by 6.30 and leave. Yeah. But what time do you get the kids up? The kids are up at like 6.15 and walk out the door at like 7.15. Don't you have to help them? How are you, if you're getting in the shower at 6.30... Yeah, because I just do like real quick. I mean, I only have to really help Parker do Presley's hair. So it's pretty quick. Like the whole thing happens pretty quick. And I prep the night before. But doesn't that sound like the best morning? It does. I, you know, it's interesting. I'm going to segue just for a second here. Because I, I, you talked about Jerry Itzler. Oh, Jerry Itzler's philosophy of never too tired for my kids. I really, I want to take a little dive into that. Tell me, tell me your feelings about that. So Jetsy Itzler, who is married to Sarah Blakely, the, um, the, the CEO who sold Spanx, um, his philosophy, it's interesting because I've never joined any groups, but I was trying to really run a lot more and like push through invisible barriers. So he has like a calendar club that's like $800 for the year and you could like do the coaching things, but they send you a big calendar. And more than anything, I wanted like the running calendar. It's kind of like, you know, kind of fitness aligned and just mindset aligned. And I listen to so much stuff when I work out. So I did the Jesse Itzler calendar club and would just listen. I never did any of the live things, but his energy on just being, never being too tired for your kids. And I love a hack that will kind of like implant in your mind. So then like when my kids are like, well, you, you know, when Parker's like, well, you come throw a ball. And for me, I've already made dinner. I've cleaned up. Like I'm in my mind, I'm winding down, but it's like, yes, I will. Like, no, I'm not too tired. Cause then what's the rest of it for the schlepping and the working so hard and all that. If I'm too tired by the time you ask me to do something, what's it all for? So he's always like, I'm never too tired for my kids. I'll get out there. I'll kick the ball. I'll jump in the bounce house. And so when I feel like saying, when I think I'm too tired, I just say, yes, Like he has a lot of very, like very cool things that I think are, it's so interesting that you can not know someone and they can impact how you think and how you make decisions, but especially with kids. This is Heather Dubrow's world. Holiday season and OxyClean is here to help. You guys know I make potato latkes every year. Hanukkah and I love it and it's fabulous. But guess what? For the next 12 hours, guess what I smell like? Potato latkes. I mean, it just doesn't need to smell like that for that long. 
not just the Hanukkah latkes, but maybe you're running the turkey trot. Maybe there's a Thanksgiving football game, ugly sweater party. You want to refresh your tablecloths and linens from storage since last year? Well, what I'm talking about is OxyClean Odor Blasters. It, they are proven to get out tough odors and stains on your dirty, smelly laundry. Plus, you can pre-soak for tougher odors and stains and put it in the wash to boost laundry detergent. Don't forget to get your odor blasters before those stinky odors stink up your holiday outfit favorites. Visit OxyClean.com to learn more. Is your calendar filling up with weddings and invites? Well, check off your to-do list at Macy's. I mean... I love weddings. Don't you love weddings? I love going to a wedding, but you have to be really careful with how you get dressed for a wedding because, all right, we all know you're not supposed to wear white, right? You can't wear white unless they tell you to wear white. And you really don't want to wear black because if you wear black, unless they tell you to wear black, then it feels like you're going to a funeral maybe or you're depressed. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. You have to be really careful about what you're going to wear to a wedding. So pulling together the perfect wedding look Not that easy. But when you go to Macy's, they've got the latest spring dresses, shoes, and jewelry. By the way, even skincare and makeup. So you can pull together a look for any dress code. I love one-stop shopping, and Macy's has it all. They've got your glow-up covered. So fabulous. All the things you need, all in one spot. Check out Macy's Wedding Shop to help you get celebration ready at Macy's.com slash wedding shop. Now, back to Heather Dubrow's world. Yeah, that's super interesting. So I started thinking about it because, you know, Mandy sent me some notes this morning and she told me about that. And, and we were taught, I was thinking about it and I thought, how do, what, how do I feel about that? And then I, I started thinking because I've changed up my morning routine recently and it's much more self-care-y. And, and I thought to myself, oh, Am I a bad mom because I'm not driving them to school anymore? And then I had to like, so I took like a little deep dive to myself. And this is what I came up with for me. And obviously everyone's a different parent and whatnot. I think this goes back to ages and stages because I think that when my kids were little, I felt that way too. Always, you know, I'll come kick the ball with you. Okay? Unless like you have the flu or you're like really exhausted. Like for the most part, always up for everything. But um, I think it's because I realized at some point that when the kids are really little, it's for us. They don't remember any of it. Yeah, They really don't. I mean, they'll remember the way they felt with you, stuff like that. But they really don't remember. I mean, I don't remember anything before 12 or so. This, this period of time when they're little is for us. So, yeah. Like, I think that's why I used to do all that and go and whatever. But I think now, I mean, I was a different parent at 34 than I was at 44, and I'm about to be 54, and it's a different, it's just different for me. So I think I was like that definitely at 34 when I had them, definitely at 44. But I will tell you at 54, I I don't know if it's because I have two gone, and then, you know, Kat mostly does the morning driving but even when she has to go in late and maybe I have to drive a kid, it's like, I I manipulate things for, I, I mean, silly, like my hip is bad. So sitting in the car for me isn't great. I have to have another injection. But also I've gotten to the point where I realized that me getting rest 
is incredibly important. I've never prioritized. Remember we were talking last time about prioritizing sleep? I've never prioritized my own sleep in lieu of making sure everyone else has what they need, goes what, you know, has my full attention and all of it. But I don't know if it's an aging thing or if I'm just, that's where I am in my headspace right now, but I feel like it's very important for me to sleep. So I would rather like see them in the morning, say goodbye, have someone else drive, whether it's cat or a house or whoever. And then I have extra time in my morning. And then you're more present. You're more happier later, yes. not racing to do it. You're not, you know, uh, you don't have a chip on your shoulder. I think that that's where a lot of women, I think that you being so self-actualized into like what you need to show up. But I mean, no, being so close to you, someone needs something, you drop everything, you know? Oh. Like, yeah, of course. That's the way ages and stages for sure. And your kids ages, that's the way they need you to be, you know, supportive and, oh, you know, something happened at school, like to be there, their way of needing you is different and not as physical. And I think a lot of women don't do what they know they need for self-care and things like that because they feel guilty, but then they're resentful and they're short-tempered and they're yelling. Right frustrated because of course they are they're not doing anything to make themselves happy yes so our commute is like 35 minutes each way kind of 30 25 to 35 depending on traffic or whatever so that's like a you know it's a full hour hour and then back and forth and back and forth charged now i've been doing i've you know carpooled for you know two decades so i've certainly put in my time but um i think for me like what you're saying when I go pick up at the end of the day, I'm like, I'm in a good mood. I got whatever I needed to do in the morning. I, you know, but it, I agree with what you're saying. I think a lot of women, and I did this too when they were younger, like I, when they were much younger, we didn't have a chef and like all that kind of stuff. So I was in charge of everything, right? As most people are, you have to cook, you have to clean, you got to put things away, you got to do laundry, whatever you have to do. And at one point, I felt very much like I had to do it all myself. But then I was like what you were describing. I was tired. I was resentful. And it really didn't matter. And it really took a shift in me going, wait a minute. I need to like be happier and be more present and all these other things. And who cares if I pick up pre-made food from Gelson's for day? And no one cares. Right. And you're right. It is a fuller conversation because I'll do that stuff. I'll totally do that stuff too. And I think there's so much value in your kids seeing you take care of yourself. And yes. Like, I'll be like, tonight, listen, Tuesday night, uh, the house shuts down at seven because I'm getting a 90 minute massage, which, you know, that's the priority today. So we're going to do all the things, but the house is not shutting down at 830. The house is shutting down at seven because yeah. this is what mommy needs and mommy keeps it all running. You know, so, you know, I think maybe I wasn't as balanced about explaining that because there definitely is that other, like, I am a human too. And sometimes I'll say that, like, if they're wasting my time or they're laying on the floor, won't get dressed, like, hey, just so you know, like, I'm a human too. And if you get up and get dressed, that means I get to run on the treadmill, which makes me super happy. You know, like, I'm very clear about, like, I'm a human and my, you know, what makes me happy is just as important. So, like, get your ass up off the floor and stop wasting our yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. But that's why I started thinking about it because at first I, I was like, how do I feel about that? Do I feel this way? And then I started really marinating on it. But it's just in the same way that like uh, we will apologize to our children when we're wrong, which I think is so important 
to apologize and when we are wrong because we become wrong i'm wrong a lot and when i'm wrong i say i'm sorry because they need to know i'm a human and i make mistakes too i'm not perfect just because i'm your parent they also like you're saying they need to see you self-care they need to see you make choices and they need to know that you get to be first sometimes too the world does not revolve i love you you are my children uh, yes, if there is an issue or something that needs to be handled, I will drop everything. I will run across the earth to do what you need. However, if you need um, to, you know, shuffle a deck, I'm just making something up, shuffle a deck of cards right at this second that does not need to be shuffled. And I'm finishing up a phone call. I'm not hanging up the phone. You can wait five minutes. Right. And I think that's doing them such a service because like you always say, we're trying to raise these independent humans who go off in the world and are productive and can, can relate with others and contribute and all these things. And if everything's handled the minute they want it handled, how does that set them up for anything, but you know, failure and entitlement and disappointment, right? It's totally, it's so it's the whole thing is, you know, obviously it's just such a balance. But I agree with always showing up for your kids. So I like what he's saying about, yeah, like, of course, we're all exhausted. No one feels like, you know, it's like, you know, walking the dog at the end of the day. Like, that sucks. But they love it so much. Yes. For me, the message really is I think that so many women do all the things we have to do, right? We do the pickups and we do the, the you know, we do the driving and the sign up for the baseball and, and pack a lunch and do all those things. But then we feel exhausted, but it's kind of like, but yeah, but then what you're skipping is the good stuff. Like that's what it's all for to see that they've learned to hit off a tee or, you know, to watch them ice skate, whatever the thing is, um, you know, but you're right. Ages and stages. How do you feel like your kids now need you the most? Is it, is it kind of like fire drills? Like, Hey, I need advice right now. Or is it more like overall life perspective stuff? Like in this stage, what is it? Um, you know, it depends on the grade. They all have different issues, but with some of them, it's like uh, hair on fire. I got a problem. I need to talk to you. Okay. Got it. And they've, and all four of them, it's a little bit of everything with all four of them. Sometimes there's longer conversations. I've been really lucky, especially in the last six months to have had the opportunity to spend alone time with each of them in a, in a, in a different way. Like, sitting down having meals one-on-one with them and talking and hanging out and doing all that. And and I'm not trying to say it's always great because it's not. Sometimes, you know, your kids are, you know, are in the douchey stages or it's just like pulling teeth to get them to speak or they're not in the mood, you know, whatever. And so you kind of muddle through and sometimes it's really magical, but doing those kinds of things are very important. Anyway, so to get back to your question, um, so some of them, it's a hair on fire. I need help right now. Some of it's more like more esoteric conversations about where are we going? What are we doing? Where am I going? What am I doing? What do I want to be? Where do I want to be? Like those kinds of things, which is kind of interesting. But yeah, the day to day, I mean, all four of my kids are very self-sufficient. They get themselves up. They wake themselves up. They get themselves dressed. They everyone can pick out their clothes. Everyone can feed themselves. Everyone sort of handles themselves. And and I don't feel less useful. I feel more useful to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Would you ever do those trips that you've done in the past where you take each child one-on-one on a trip? Or do you feel like that was like, would their ages work for that? Would you, would you ever do that type of thing again? I think it depends. I mean, I think that period of time, sadly, you know, the pandemic sort of shut down that thing, which I could have had at least two more years of. But we get alone time together in different ways, which, like I said, I'm really appreciative of. But I guess it depends. Like, I remember going, I went to Europe with my mom and dad, just the three of us. Um, I traveled my mom, my grandmother a couple of times. So I did stuff like that. I could see yeah, I could see traveling with each other. I mean, obviously, number one and two are gone. And I have no idea. I mean, I think T- Nikki might go to Europe this summer and Terry and I might meet up with him. You know, Max and I have done a bunch of alone trips together. So that could certainly happen. But the younger two, I think, are going to be with us for a few more years. So we have like fight. We call it the final four, final four trips planned. Yeah. Trips the four of you versus mm-hmm. one-on-one because that'll, yeah, it, that you pick things that are based on what they like. Yeah. And like, honestly, 12 and 16 are kind of awkward ages to be doing trips anyway. And <laughs> they don't love traveling. Yes. The final four trips. Final four. So you don't know if the, the older two will be, I mean, I just pictured they'd come home all summer, every summer. I mean, I th- I think they'll come home for part of the summer. I yeah. think what I can see is they'll come home. Nikki's talking about going to Europe for a couple of weeks because his friend has a home in Italy. And we have a wedding to go to, so we might travel past that. I don't know. And then we'll definitely go to Idaho for a little while. And um, Nikki also has, like, some internships set up that he's going to do. So, I, I, you know, I told... I actually told Max and Nikki that when they're home for Christmas, we really need to sit down with a calendar and look at when school ends, when it starts, what, how much time they need to move in. Do you need my help again, Max? The answer is yes. And how are we going to do that? And, um, you know, see, see what they want to do and sort of plug everything in and see how it works. And then I'll figure out the younger two schedule. You're very good at adjusting and being present without, without being emotional. Like you're just very good at enjoying each phase as it happens and appreciating it and then being good moving on to the next stage. Well, I think you have to. And then the other thing is, I mean, it, it, you can't look at these things as, as a loss because we're gaining stuff too. I mean, Terry and I get more time together. We get to, we're like, where should we travel? Where do we get to go? What do you want to do? And traveling with six of us is a big undertaking. Traveling with four is a lot easier. So that final, it really is built for four. And sometimes you let them bring friends. So sometimes you're traveling with eight. Right. So this, I don't know, it should be interesting. We'll see how that all goes down. But I really, you know, I just feel like ever since we um, sold the house and everything, it's kind of been like, a, I don't know, what are we going to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. It's, it's kind of fun. It's fun. It's like, it's like a new adventure you didn't expect. And you're not just doing the routine the same way you've always done it, which is the goal. That's the best thing ever, right? You're not just, you're not going to wake up in five years just doing the same things and going to the same places and drinking the same coffee that they don't make right anymore. And right. like, you're I'm done. By the way, I'm done with coffee. I just, and still don't miss it. Nope. 
Is there anything about the old house that you think about or like in your routine that you miss? No. You the, hot, the hot towels. I miss the hot towels desperately. How is that? But aren't you getting Terry the Amazon warmer? Yes. I don't think the $60 version is going to be the same as the built in warmer. It's going to be better than nothing. <laughs> this is Heather Dubrow's world. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's G-E-I-C-O. GEICO.com. You're listening to Heather Dubrow's World. So what did you what did you get for Craig? So Craig's birthday is the 15th, so 10 days before Christmas, which is just like tell me about it. I get it. Stop. Yes, you know. So I've just done a better job this year of just like picking his favorite things and just getting a lot of them. Like he likes the Saks undies, like the S-A-X-X, like that good Nordstrom brand, which by the way, are a fortune for underwear. I was so surprised. I was like, I'm just going to get him all the styles and all the colors. I got him from Nordstrom and the website. So he has like a big gift bag. I just tried to get very practical things, but like all the versions and the best of. Like he loves yeah. this free beef jerky. I ordered a ton of that. So rather than having anything that could be a question mark, like, oh, maybe he'll like new, maybe he'll like high end, Pool slides. No, no. Apparently not. not. (laughs) If they're not like waterproof and Quicksilver and $18, it's a fail. Isn't it so interesting that you can get lots of things, but if something's a miss, it's like, oh, well, this one I wouldn't use. It's like, well, then fine. Just focus on the other ones then. Right. So that's what I've learned. Don't give a, I mean, for certain people, do not give a question mark. So for him, I picked all his favorite things and I just got more and better of them. Okay, so is that the birthday present? Yeah, I really have only gotten through birthday so far. Um, birthday, then I'll kind of do. Maybe he wants a towel warmer. Maybe he wants a towel warmer. Maybe he wants the bird feeder. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. I talked about it on the show. Did I talk about it with you, the bird feeder? Not, me. Not on the podcast. I talked about it on the podcast. So oh. many so many listeners have been messaging me. I got the bird feeder too. I think, oh, maybe it was Allie Webb because we were talking about how we're always like inundated with like Instagram, buy this, buy this. And it's every, I buy it all. And this bird feeder is like, I got it for Terry because he likes birds. It alerts you like when a bird's there and there's a camera and it's like this, the bird. <laughs> I love it. It's so dumb. And I got Max for her cat, this little cat head massager thing. <laughs> so funny the cat was still working out in the dorm and all that like and perfect perfect he's 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 perfect and he got approved and now he likes to walk down the hall and say hi to people and he's just the cutest thing and he's been so good for her i highly recommend the animal as a um what is it called comfort animal like a like that yeah like that but especially a cat because they don't need to go outside. Or she does walk him though. If you've ever seen her Instagram, um, she does walk Vincent. When Terry was telling me about it on Halloween, he was like so animated. He was like, 
So it was the best idea ever. I'm going to got her this cat and we get it there and it's going to be like her best friend. And then I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Now she never has to leave. She has a best friend in there. But then it all evened out. And it probably makes her more social because people are coming to see the cat. And I, Listen, I was worried about the same thing. I'm like, the whole point is that I don't want her sitting in a room. And if this, if she has to take care of the cat, it hasn't been that way. It's really, really been good for her. I highly recommend the emotional support animal. So that's been really good. Um, all right. So what, so what's, what's the hot kid gift this year? You know, I mean, age like 10 and 12 is like that tricky thing. I did like a new vanity for their countertop with all new little makeups and skincare stuff. But the problem is that's like one open, but I got a nice one with the mirror and filled it with all these cute things, but that's like, that's opening one thing. And we're beyond the phase of slime and jewelry box decorating do your kids give you a list at this point, especially the older ones? Like, is there a list? I'm so glad you asked that. This year, they did. That makes it so much easier. Except, so, uh, let's see. College kids wanted, like, nothing, honestly. Like what? Like... Do they want any any nice stuff? Was it practical? Was it? Well, they were both basically like, mom, we have so much, whatever. We don't care. We love you. We're excited to be together. It was real. I swear it was a lot like that. So that's college. High school. I don't want anything. Nothing. Well, except these gazillion things for my camera, which are a fortune, by the way. Okay. (laughs) But besides that, nothing. And then middle school was a solid list. With links. Uh, some had links. Yeah. Like the whole thing. Wow. So yeah. So middle school, there was a hard list about, there was some sports equipment. There were some like uh, odd things, uh, Legos. There were, because um, that's were, 12, like 11, yeah, 12, 12, 12, it's 12. So there were some electronics. And there were a few like sneakers and uh, stuff like that. Like it was a little all over the map. So I didn't have to do any guesswork. High school was a problem. High school's, you know, a tough age because like kind of like what you're saying, like let's say a high school kid wanted a phone or some kind of electronic. It's expensive. And so but you don't want just one open, right? So what do you do? And you buy like silly socks or, you know, I don't know, something else. But the college kids were just like, yeah. I don't know. So you usually do a set number. Are you, are you making it for you? Does even mean, okay, there's 10 gifts each, or is it more like it's a, a ra-ish value? One year, I don't know if you remember this, but one year I did four gifts. Everyone had four gifts. That was the end. This year, you know, it, it does. It didn't really work out that way because some things, like you're saying, are more expensive than others. And so if someone, you know, if I get someone like an expensive, I don't know, make something up, like a, I didn't, but like an expensive watch, that, like that's a big deal. So then maybe get a couple small things just so there's like other things to open. But like that's the big thing, right? Um, and your younger kids... They like just the opening is honestly probably more fun than the actual gift is the opening. 
So I would do like more presents for the youngest and they're not as expensive. Yeah. But sometimes it's hard when you order things to even make them even, right? Because, oh, like, okay, I'm going to order this for the, like, for me, it's hard to make sure that everyone's even. Hence the middle of the night run out to your house because I was like, oh, well, here you go. Let me give you a pro tip. The pro tip is you have to box everything together. So, for example, for Max, I got her a couple of tops, three to be exact, and I am wrapping them all in one box. That would be one gift. Now, maybe in the past, they could have been wrapped separately. Now that looks like three gifts. You know what I'm saying? Because I think with the kids, they don't, I, they don't like take a mental, uh, there's not like a mental cash register of like, how much did they spend on them versus me? Like kids aren't like that. I think the youngest kids, when they walk up to a Christmas tree and look at the presents would count. Mm-hmm. oh, she's got six and I only have four or she's got seven and I've got 10. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's what they look at. So if I were you, I would just make it even box wise. Yeah. Great idea. Add things together if it needs to, or like little things yeah. together. So that way everyone has the same, because there's nothing worse than when someone is done opening and then the other kids are still opening. Yeah. Or if like you bought Legos, you know, and you bought three Legos, like just box them all together. If you're trying to, you know, do it that way. The one, the other thing I did was with first, so they all, they all pretty much told me what they want pretty much. And then, or gave me categories like Max for sure. Like just didn't care. and was like, I you always buy me the best stuff. So whatever. And Nikki never wants anything. Um, So, but I wanted to, all right, so Terry had said to me when we moved, he's like, I just want to refresh my clothes. Even though he wears the black on black on black on black, he just wanted to refresh his clothes. And I felt the same way. And the only two rooms I think I told you that I hadn't purged before we moved were my bathroom and my closet. So I've been slowly purging my closet. This weekend I spent, I told you, because you and I spoke on the phone briefly, but I completely purged the bathroom. And it was the one of the most deliberating things, like, I have had, I have makeup in there. I had makeup in there from like six years ago, eight years ago, like old makeup. Oh, oh, hated it. So I purged it. Anyway, what I did was I took Terry and the kids, whoever likes this kind of clothes, to David August, to his showroom, to David Hiles' showroom at David August. And they all got measured and picked out fabrics and clothes and things and the whole thing and all that stuff is going to be um boxed up and that's for christmas so they won't see the final the final edit until they open it that's cool exactly. super fun so you know they like it you know it fits and they know about it but it's still exciting to open totally and it's just yeah exactly and it's stuff like I'd buy them anyway, but you know, that stuff is expensive and it adds up and it's all custom and such a beautiful thing to have. But it's funny, you know, when, again, with the ages and stages, when they're little, a lot of the excitement is about opening up something you didn't even know you wanted. Right. And, and the surprise of it. But as you get older, I mean, what about you? Do you prefer when Craig gets you exactly what you want and you kind of think he's going to get it, but you're not sure. Or do you like a complete surprise or like a mix? Um, Like we've kind of talked about, Craig's very good on the spontaneous, 
picking up like, oh, I saw these. I thought that you'd love these. Like he's very good on the spontaneous. Right. Um, like I would, was doing my work Zooms on my 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 main laptop, which is like the biggest one. And I have so much saved. And so he's like, are you carrying that around? I was like, yeah, but I love it. It's good. And then he just, he got me an, a, a little air laptop for my Zooms. And I was like, that was so thoughtful. I would have never done that or thought of that, but that was so thoughtful. But then on the required holidays, it's not always that smooth. So for required holidays, because I don't want, I, he would, if I didn't send him exactly, he would go the like two days, but the week of Christmas, usually right. Christmas Eve. So I'm setting up for the party that's primarily his friends and family while he's at the mall getting me the last minute stuff at the mall that nobody wanted because it, the stuff is still there on Christmas Eve morning. <laughs> to answer your questions, I send him exact links just because I don't even really, I don't, you know, I just don't want to be stressed and annoyed that it was like a last minute thing. He would just never think of it a, a month ahead of time or it would be him running out and like texting me pictures from the mall. And I'm like, just come home. I want nothing. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. So I, so for holidays, I kind of just know what it is. He wouldn't really think about it till the last minute, which is crazy. Cause we handle most, most fa- in most families, like the women handle presents for all the things and the teachers and all the things. Yeah. It's like, he has one person <laughs> to think about ahead of time. But again, very, very good on the spontaneous things actual holidays, he needs a little bit more guidance. So I send exact links and I'm like, pick what you like out of it. And so it works out well for that way. Yeah, that is good. So did I tell you, Terry bought me something recently? I was going to ask, what are you doing? Especially like birthday, Christmas? What do you, what are you so, asking? I don't know. Cause there, I swear to you, there is nothing I want. I mean, really I, enough. I, I have so much stuff and, and I don't even have any place to put it. So I'm like, really, okay. And I really enjoyed my Black Friday shopping at Aloe. And I I like, so what I've been sort of doing for myself, like I said, I purged my closet and I sort of replenished my, like I got rid of all the old workout stuff and I got new stuff and I just kind of refreshed things. It sounds so dumb, but like my socks, I got all new workout socks. I got rid of the old ones. And also once I started purging in my closet and everything, it's like, I, I, I'm carrying around so many things. I don't throw things away. Um, I either save them for vintage for the kids, or I, I sometimes I'll give to consignment. I had so much stuff. I had like bags and bags and bags of consignment. And I had many things for my vintage. So I'm moving all that up to LA. So I'm doing all that stuff. Anyway, sort of digressing here. But um, I'd like to have less. Not more. Yeah. Not more. Mm-hmm. So like I got rid of so many jeans and dresses and not that there's anything wrong with them, just that I've worn them and they've had their moment and I just would like to have less things. So I'm paring everything down and, you know, wearing the things that I love. And when they die, they die and I'll get something new. I, that's how I'd like to sort of live right now. Um, having said that, Terry took me to dinner. I thought I told you the story, but Terry took me out to dinner uh, a couple weeks ago and he bought me a necklace and he was just like, and it was something I had not seen and he did it by himself. What, oh, wait, wait. I got to preface this with, we we were in Mexico right after we, we finished the show and right after we moved, we were in Mexico and he goes, 
I may have, I may have gotten you something. I'm like, you did? Oh my God, really? Whatever. We get home to make a long story short. He pulls out these Van Cleef boxes and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I open them up and it's what he got me for Mother's Day that hadn't come in. (laughs) (laughs) Because last year for Christmas, and this is where the story begins, because you're asking me like what we're going to do for Christmas. He was like busy and hassled or whatever. And I go, I'll just order a couple of things. So I ordered a couple of things. They can't, and he gave them to me on Christmas. I had never seen them. And I, when I opened them, I was like, eh, like I wasn't that like blown away. So I returned them. And then I, we, he went with me and we actually had a really nice day. And I exchanged them and ordered some other things. And he threw some things in. He, you know, he's super generous. It was just like whatever. But, um, some of them, one of the things had to be made in Paris. And then for for um, Mother's Day, he ordered me um, a bracelet from the same place, and one of them had to be made. Of- anyway, blah blah blah. Long story short, it's now November, right? October, November, whenever that was. And we <laughs> come home from Mexico, and he presents me with this gift, and I opened it, and I'm like, "Well, you know, that's my that was my mother's." <laughs> Which would have been fine, but just say your gift came in. But he presented it to me as if he was buying me something new. And I was like, okay, that was weird. Anyway, (laughs) fine, put it away, whatever. So then a few weeks later, a month later, whatever, he took me out to dinner and and sat down and gave me this beautiful speech about like um, everything that's gone on in the last three months and, you know, how appreciative he is of how I've handled everything and just made his life so easy and the kids, da, da, da. just like did really, really nice, amazing speech. And then like, that's all I honestly needed was the speech. And then he handed me this really fabulous necklace and I was like, wow, oh my gosh, thank you. That's amazing. You had no idea it was coming. No, no. Right. That's amazing. It was great. And so like Craig, he really gets irritated when he has to buy something as opposed to wants to buy something. This is Heather Dubrow's World. Hi, guys. I'm Teresa Judice, and you know me from the Real Housewives in New Jersey. And now you'll know me from my new podcast, Namaste Bitches. With my co-host, Melissa Feaster. What's up, you guys? I'm Melissa Feaster, and Teresa and I are talking about everything. Love, life, relationships, yes, sex, food, and family. We are getting into it all. It's a real look at my life when the cameras aren't rolling. But don't worry, we'll be talking about all that TV stuff, too. So follow, rate, and review Namaste Bitches now at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now back to Heather Dubrow's world. Um, so with the holidays and the birthday coming up, there's really nothing I want, honestly. And now it kind of depends. Like we put a bid on a house that has multiple offers. So probably slim chance we're going to get it. But if we did get it, I would tell him, do not get me anything. Um, and why, like, why does that equal that? Because we went uh, way above. The, a- <laughs> it's a big purchase. And, and it's what I want, honestly. 
and it's a big project and all of that. So I figure, eh, don't worry about it. I'm yeah, happy. That makes sense. I've done that in the past when I kind of like, we kind of go on a vacation that I've more designed and it's like a little bit more than we would normally spend. And he says, yes. And I'm like, Oh, you know, I, I get it. That makes sense because it's kind of like, Oh, that was, that was all I really wanted. Yeah. And I, and you know, the six of us do secret Santa the night before on Christmas Eve. So it's like, I'll get something and I really don't need or want anything but i have a feeling what's probably gonna happen is probably won't get the house and we are spending our first weekend in la this weekend well this will have aired already i mean when this airs we will have done it already but we're spending our first weekend in the apartment this weekend and i have a feeling maybe we'll like go shopping one day or go to one of my favorite jewelry stores and poke around and i don't know maybe i just i don't know that's the way to do it that's the best way to do it because there's nothing that you know. You don't want to just get stuff to get stuff when you're trying to have less stuff. But if something comes up and it happens organically and it works, then that's the best. You with your roll-up flats, walking to dinner. Yes, exactly. But I mean, honestly, like my, like I said, like my aloe bag and my new, although I have to ask you a question. I bought these leggings at aloe. So Okay, when I run like outside or I'm really into doing the stairs now, really enjoy that. Um, do you ever do that? Yeah, because it's like cardio and building muscle. It's like the best. Yeah. So good. But I, I like to put my phone in my pocket. So I wear, I, Aloe makes these really nice leggings with pockets. So I can stick my phone in one. I got my lip gloss in the other because I don't like dry lips and you know, I can put my headsets on and, you know, go do the thing. But when I go to like an exercise class, I like to wear capris, like the shorter ones. I don't know why that is. I just do. So I bought two kinds. I bought one that's straight across like normal leggings. And I bought one that's got a V in the front. Yeah. So I put on the ones with the V. Have you ever bought those? No, but they're edgy. I've seen them. They're very edgy, but I put them on and it's like a low V, like you see your belly button, right? Which is fine because I'm not wearing a crop top. So full disclosure, no one's seeing the belly button, but I'm just saying they're low. But I worked out in them one time and I returned the rest of them because I felt like I want like I, I want to be held in all the way up, like compression for sweating. Don't you think? Mm-hmm. And they're just like, once they're up, they're up. Like if they're that low rise, did you feel like you were pulling them up? No, I didn't. I just didn't like the notion that there was no compression yeah. above the belly button right there. That's the beauty of the high rise, right? It's just like, it's the compression. It kind of holds it all in and it helps you kind of engage, right? In certain workouts, it helps you kind of engage your muscles more because they're already kind of pulled in. Right. So what are your go-to workout clothes? I love, yeah, aloe and lululemon. I stopped wearing Lululemon. Completely? Yeah. Because you like aloe so much better? I like aloe better. And then also um, this girlfriend, I mean, we're acquaintances we met through our kids. Um, Her name is Nicole Boyer. She's got that company, Coco on the Go. Yes. Mm -hmm. Have you ever worn any of it? It looks so cute on you. I've meant to. I just haven't. Oh my God. I'm going to buy you some stuff. It's so nice and it's like flattering it's so flattering 
And like, like you still like for people like me that still need cups and stuff, like there's cups in the thing, but it's like, they're flattering. And the, the materials are so nice. I'm telling you, go look at Coco on the go. Her stuff is amazing. You know, what's funny is that she sent me a pair of leggings years ago when I first got on the show, just as like a promotional thing. And so I got them and I tried them on. They were so cute. And then our kids ended up being friends years later. How fun is that? Isn't that so funny? But I have always, always, always loved her stuff. You got to try it. I'm going to put up a link, but you've got yeah. so great. Yeah. That's a, yeah. Those, and I love ones that don't look like some of the Lululemon ones, like the Align ones look like they're like thin black leggings. Like you wouldn't really want to like be out doing things in them. They don't, whereas like the aloe ones and the cocoa ones, they're like at leisure wear more. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Not so thin. Not so thin. I wonder if I'm going to ever get to a time in my life, I'm thinking, yes, where the athleisure wear is not the half a day. <laughs> Maybe once you're at your house on the water. You're- I don't know. I think it's more of a kid thing. I think that because, I mean, I wish I could do what you do and get up so early and just get it done because that just sounds like, first of all, so satisfying. And I love to get things done first thing in the morning, but I, I just can't do that. And I can't go to sleep that early. I mean, I'm trying, I'm getting much better, but I, um, I do like to get it done first thing. So once I get everyone off to school, whether I've driven them or sent them off with someone, that's when I get the workout in, do the whole thing. But sometimes I've got like a hundred things to do and I can't, if I go home and shower and handle all that, I've just wasted the whole day and now I got to go pick up. Right. It, your amount of time to get anything done goes, gets dead. It's very, very small. So you find that ha- some days you're in your workout clothes till pick all up. Yeah. I mean, on the days I go to the sauna and like today I'm running home, but I'm moving my podcasting day so that my Monday gets like a little looser. Um, but yeah, I don't like feeling like I'm not dressed. Yeah. Like out and about, like I have all these cute things and then I'm in my sweaty workout gear. Although I've just purged everything. So I don't know what's left in there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm taking it to the extreme. I'm just going to say that. Do you have to wash your hair after that day? There's no zhuzh possible. No, Mm. you don't. You don't? No, I'm asking. I don't do it enough now because I like once I have one at home, I will do it every day. But that's the question is to wash your hair every day seems I might have to give up extension. But also you have blonde hair. So when you when you color blonde, you get a better texture for you don't. I mean, it's a little drier. Right. So you don't have to wash it as often. I my hair color is like, you know, it's the brown color and I have hair, but the hair itself is fine. So it'll get greasy super fast. So I don't even have like second day hair. I can't, none of that. If I'm going to wear my hair down, it's got to be washed. Freshly washed. Freshly washed. So the sauna doesn't affect that either way. No. And, but I mean, I like the way my hair looks up anyway. So I, I have no problem. And if I know like Let's say I'm going um, out for the day and, you know, we're having dinner at home even. I I'll, can still put on something cute and pull my hair up tight. 
And even with no makeup, I don't mind doing that. But yeah. you know what's so funny? Like I would rather wear cute black sweats, other like change out of my workout stuff, shower, pull my hair up, face cream, no makeup, but put together cute black sweats and cute sneakers. To me, that's dressed enough to run around here. For sure. And that's so much more comfortable. For me, I just, I, I want to get the sweat off, you know, like to feel clean and being cozy close. You're right. Not like we're talking about putting on like, you know, a dress and wedges, but right. just like to be clean. <laughs> and even if you don't put on makeup, but just like, you know, like a cute little jogger set with some sneakers. I, yeah, I love that. Yeah. All right. Wait, I know you're limited on time, but I want to talk about, you were telling me you're doing something very cool uh, with po- teaching people how to do podcasts in January. Tell me about it. Yeah. So I've had in doing this adventure with mentoring women, so many people are like, I, my next step is starting a podcast with whatever they want to do, whether they have a brand or want to start a brand or want to start a lifestyle brand. I think that podcasting is so interesting and it's so much easier to do on your own than it used to do. Mm-hmm. So kind of aside from my one-on-one coaching, I'm doing this breakout group for six weeks for anyone that wants to start a podcast. And it's so cool because it's this group of right now it's women. It'll be interesting to see if it ends up being all women, but it's this group of people who all have the same goal. I really like the one-on-one mentoring because we're able to just make so much traction and, and really like stride, like make big strides towards goals. But for podcasting, I like the idea of a group and everyone supporting each other and sharing ideas And so it's like six weeks starts to finish. You start with what's your idea for a podcast. And every week you have your homework and your action items. And by the end of six weeks, everyone has a fully functioning podcast for whatever they want to do and ways to monetize it, ways to spread the word, how to get on other people's podcasts, how to have guests, kind of all those things that I've learned the hard way. And I spent so much money at the beginning. I think that um, it just becomes so easy for people to do. So I'm so excited because podcasting, I know for you, you really enjoy it. Like you're so busy. I'm like, I love that you still do your podcast. For me, it's so personally fulfilling and kind of how we were talking about with kids and stuff. It gets me out of just feeling like I'm living to exist for, you know, to keep the house clean and kids and all that. Like it's just, it's such a cool way to connect with people that I would never connect with otherwise. Right. Um, That's what's so fascinating about it is, you and I have talked about this a lot, is how interesting it is to create a community and feel like, I mean, being on a reality show is is similar to it where people think that, you know, they know you because they're in your lives and all of this. And then when you podcast and you talk, um, it's, it's the same thing because you, you get to create this community with all these people and have these conversations and you're helping them, they're helping you. I mean, it's really, it's amazing. I love that you're doing this. I love... I, I really love the medium so much. And I feel like so many people would enjoy it and feel that fulfilled also. Yeah, because it, it really is fulfilling. Uh, and I think that people think it has to be done for a business, which I think a lot of times it's great to promote a business. But other times you could just start a podcast and not even know what the end goal is. Or even what your subject is. You could just get on there and start talking. There's something very cathartic about just being able to sit and talk. And then for me, what I love is getting the comments afterwards back. But that's, you know what? Also, that's why I love this fireside thing that I'm doing. You've got to do a show on my network. Yes. I, I would love to. Because yeah. exactly what you're always doing is you're connecting people with real ideas and open and, you know, being vulnerable and that it just brings so much value. 
It really does. And I love how it's like you're getting the feedback right away. It's very interactive. But anyway, going back to you. So I love that you are helping people become a part of this whole podcasting. All right. So tell people how to, how can they sign up and tell them how they can sign up and what does it cost? And, and, and what, what do they get? Give them, give them, give them the the steps. So everything's on the website, how to be awesome at everything, um, how to be awesome at everything.com, click on group coaching, and you'll see that it's a six-week course, starts at the beginning of January, it's $1,200, and once a week, we get on um, on a Zoom, everybody that's doing it. So you have all your action items, but really like the secret sauce to it is I've created an online course about starting a podcast. So you get the online course and you, we go through the different parts of it. So you could do the course on your own, but it's someone making you accountable and saying, you know, troubleshooting, here are the things you can send in messages to the group. If you need help with motivation or ideas or what should, Hey guys, do you like this podcast cover image? Do you like this topic? Do you think that people would be interested in this? So you get the community feedback, but then you also get the expertise of how to actually do it. What websites are are worth it? What do you really, what equipment do you need? Which is not that much. Um, it's interesting because I, at the beginning, I was paying to have my podcast professionally edited and I figured out how people could either do it themselves or do it really inexpensively. So kind of just, I find that most people who want to start a podcast stop because it seems so complicated. So my yeah. book, right. To simplify it. And, and you know, you know, it's so interesting. So Jenny hot was just on my show or maybe it doesn't air till January, but she, I've known her for a million years since she was like 19. And so she's had a show on Sirius XM for the last like 20 years or something. And now she moved to podcasting and she had to figure the whole thing out. And she actually edits her own show, puts it up, um, posts it, the whole thing. So anyone out there that thinks I'm too old to figure this out, I can't do it. Trust me, you can You absolutely can. And Lindsay's so good at explaining things. And I love the fact that you're taking your online course and it's like having a personal assistant for her online course. I mean, it's brilliant. Thanks. Yeah. I'm so excited. And it's so personally fulfilling to me. The couple people that I've mentored that we've started their podcast, they're like, are you kidding me? I've thought about starting a podcast for the last two years. And now in, you know, just over a month, it's like up and going and people are DMing me that someone that they're actually listening to it. Like, fulfilling and I've just learned so much about it that I'm excited to kind of let you know our passion for for communicating in this way um I'm excited to share it it's so fun so thanks for thanks for mentioning it because it just I am just so I'm so passionate about it and I, I love doing it so much I love it I love it so much and I love you I know you have to go pick up Parker thank you so much for being here tell everyone how to find you on social media yep at Lindsay's cloud on Instagram or the how to be awesome at everything podcast And thank you guys so much for being here. I hope you all have a wonderful holiday. Have a great New Year's and we'll see you next year. Thank you so much for listening to Heather Dubrow's World. Download new episodes every Thursday and Friday on Podcast One, the Podcast One app or Apple Podcasts. And please make sure to subscribe to the show and leave a lovely five-star rating. Go to Apple Podcasts and say how much you love Heather Dubrow's world. See you next week. Do you own or rent your home? 
Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's G-E-I-C-O. GEICO.com. All month long on Pluto TV, stream the biggest Tyler Perry movies free. Watch your favorites like Medea's Witness Protection and Medea's Big Happy Family. Join Tyler Perry as he goes on a couples retreat with Sharon Leal in Why Did I Get Married? Or Idris Elba and Gabrielle Union in the Tyler Perry directed film Daddy's Little Girls. Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of channels with thousands more movies and TV shows available on live and on demand. Download the free Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming now. Pluto TV, drop in, watch free.